Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I'm in my third week of teaching through a series that I've called Spirit, Soul, and Body. Now, we took a brief break last week's broadcast, and we actually put on a panel and talked about our Healing Is Here conference that we had just had and a product, a brand new product we've got out entitled Healing University. And so uh, we've had a break in this, but this is my third week of teaching on spirit, soul, and body. And I've said this a lot during this series, but this is what literally transformed my life. And as a result, we have so much product. We not only have this book in English, but we have it in Spanish, and that's got a spiral bound uh, binding to it. And then I have a study guide in uh, English, and then we have a spiral bound study guide in Spanish. And then we have a... Um, a cartoon or a illustrated version of this teaching that a, one of my partners in Germany did. We have an audio book that Jamie read about this. We have live recordings, and then we have a recording that is taken directly from television, and then we have uh, CDs that were taken. So anyway, we've got all kinds of ways for you to take advantage of this. But this is the teaching that just literally transformed my life. And I haven't got time to go back through and summarize everything I've said, but I do want to say that it's really important that you get this. And please, you can go to our website. You can download these things free of charge. If you would like the physical products, you can uh, write in and get that. And remember that this is our Thanksgiving week, and so our uh, offices or our phone lines are going to be closed on Thursday and Friday. If you're going to respond to this this week, please do it uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. It's really important that you get hold of this teaching. And I've already laid the foundation that when I saw that there was a part of me, the spirit part, that was completely changed when I got born again. I use 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Just by observation, you can tell that's not talking about your body. Your body doesn't instantly change. We might wish that it could. If you were overweight, you could just wish that you instantly became this perfectly fit and buff person, but that's not the way it happens. Your body doesn't change. You've got a promise that your body's going to change, but it doesn't change the moment you get saved. Your soul doesn't change. The part of you that's your mental, emotional part, if you were not very educated, if you didn't know things before, you aren't going to instantly know things afterwards until you get in and renew your mind. Now, your body and your soul are subject to change. You can improve your physical condition. You can improve your mental state. You can study the words. You can learn things, but it doesn't automatically happen. But 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, when you are in Christ, old things are become new. It's not saying that all things are in the process. All things are going to in the future change. No, they've already changed. Old things have passed away. All things have already become new. Now, how do you understand that? The thing that just revolutionized my life is when I understood that that isn't talking about my body. It's not talking about my mind, but there is a third part of me 
In uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, God prayed, or Paul prayed that your whole spirit, soul, and body would be preserved blameless. That shows your three parts. And it was the spirit part of you that got changed. And in the spirit, you are completely brand new. And I've spent all of this time showing that you are identical to Jesus as Jesus is. So are you in this world. Not so are you going to be in the future world, but 1 John 4, 17, so are you in this world. I, the last uh, week I was teaching on this, I showed that in your spirit, you have been sanctified and perfected forever. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 10 and 14. And then you put with that Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 and 23. And it shows that it's your spirit that has been made perfect. And you are forgiven of all sins, past, present, and future. And one of the great benefits of this is that God is a spirit, John 4, 24. And to really worship Him, to really connect with God, you have to do it in spirit, through your spirit, through who you are in Christ. And the sad thing is most people approach God in the flesh. Oh God, I failed you. Oh God, I haven't done this. I haven't been studying the Word. I got angry. I haven't done all of these things. And we just approach God in the flesh. And yet the Bible says you have to do it in spirit and in truth. In the spirit, you are a completely righteous and holy person. Ephesians 4, 24. And these are all of the things that I've already covered. When I saw those things, this just revolutionized my life. I understood how God could be just and holy in loving me because He doesn't look on the outside the way that I do. He's not... He, he knows about my failings. He knows about my faults. But He deals with me based on who I am in the Spirit. And when I saw that and saw that I was a completely brand new person that was totally His workmanship, I was created in Christ Jesus, and I am now perfect and holy as Jesus is, so am I. When I saw all of these things, it just allowed me to receive the love of God without any reservation. Man, I could go back and re-preach all of those things because that's the foundation of my life. It has just transformed me. So let me, uh, what I want to deal with this week, and this is really important, one of the very first applications that I made of these truths that we've already talked about, one of the first applications to my life was I knew that God existed. I knew that God was all-powerful, and I knew that all things are possible to him that believes. And you could take all of the scriptures on faith. When I heard people's testimonies, about great miracles. Like if you watched our programs last week, we talked about during our Healing is Here conference, we saw a little baby, about a four-month-old baby that was raised from the dead. We saw a woman who couldn't even hardly move. Her husband had to carry her up in his arms, and we saw her get up and walk away on her own power. I believe that those things happen. And when I heard testimonies about it, I didn't doubt that it could happen but I doubted that it would happen for me because I just didn't feel like I had enough faith. In other words, I believed in faith. I believed in the power of faith, but I felt like that was for somebody else. It was for people who were stronger and better than I was. And so I started from a position of unbelief, not doubting that God could do it, but doubting that I could believe Him. And I just felt inadequate. And I was one of these that prayed all of the time, Oh God, increase my faith. 
YOU KNOW, I'LL GET TO THOSE SCRIPTURES LATER. THAT'S WHAT THE APOSTLES uh, ASKED JESUS TO DO ONCE THEY HAD SEEN ALL OF THESE GREAT THINGS. THEY SAID, LORD, INCREASE OUR FAITH. AND BASICALLY, HE TOLD THEM, SAYS, GUYS, YOU DON'T NEED NO MORE FAITH. YOU JUST NEED TO USE WHAT YOU GOT. AND SO HERE'S ONE OF THE FIRST APPLICATIONS. AS I WAS STUDYING ABOUT THIS AND SAYING, OH, GOD, HOW DO I GET MORE FAITH? HERE'S SOME THINGS THAT THE LORD TAUGHT ME ABOUT. I ALREADY HAD THE FAITH OF GOD, NOT FAITH IN GOD, BUT THE FAITH OF GOD WAS GIVEN TO ME AND GIVEN TO YOU AT SALVATION. YOU DON'T HAVE A FAITH PROBLEM. YOU'VE GOT A LACK OF KNOWLEDGE PROBLEM. NOW, SOME OF YOU, THAT MAY NOT RING YOUR BELL, BUT ONCE YOU BEGIN TO UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT THIS WEEK, THIS COULD TRANSFORM YOUR LIFE. SO LET ME SHARE THESE SCRIPTURES WITH YOU. EPHESIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 8, FOR BY GRACE ARE YOU SAVED THROUGH FAITH, AND THAT NOT OF YOURSELVES. IT IS A GIFT OF GOD, NOT OF WORKS, LEST ANY MAN SHOULD BOAST. NOW THIS HAS BEEN INTERPRETED. MOST PEOPLE, I WOULD SAY, INTERPRET THIS AS SAYING YOU ARE SAVED BY GRACE THROUGH FAITH. IN OTHER WORDS, IT WAS GOD WHO SAVED YOU. YOU CAN'T SAVE YOURSELVES. IT'S NOT OF YOURSELVES. YOU CAN'T SAVE YOURSELVES. IT'S A GIFT OF GOD. SALVATION IS A GIFT FROM GOD. AND THAT IS ABSOLUTELY TRUE. BUT IT'S ALSO ABSOLUTELY TRUE IF YOU SAY THAT YOU ARE SAVED BY GRACE THROUGH FAITH, AND THAT FAITH IS NOT OF YOURSELVES. IT IS A GIFT OF GOD, NOT OF WORKS, LEST ANY MAN SHOULD BOAST. IT'S ACCURATE TO SAY THAT WHEN YOU GOT BORN AGAIN, YOU DIDN'T USE HUMAN FAITH OR A NATURAL FAITH. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS GROWING UP IN CHURCH, I REMEMBER AS A KID, A GUY TEACHING ON THE SUBJECT OF FAITH, AND HE TOOK A a CHAIR AND HE SET IT ON THE PLATFORM, AND HE SAYS, IT'S FAITH FOR YOU TO COME SIT IN THIS CHAIR. HOW DO YOU KNOW THAT THIS CHAIR WILL HOLD YOU UP? HOW DO YOU KNOW THAT WHEN YOU SIT IN THIS THAT, YOU KNOW, THE SCREWS WON'T COME ALL UNDONE AND YOU FALL uh, FLAT ON YOUR BACK? AND HE SAYS, THIS IS FAITH. IT'S FAITH WHEN YOU DRIVE THROUGH AN INTERSECTION AND YOU SEE A GREEN LINE, SO YOU GO THROUGH IT. BY FAITH, YOU'RE BELIEVING THAT THE OTHER CARS ARE GOING TO STOP. THEY SAID IT'S FAITH FOR YOU TO GET ON AN AIRPLANE AND TO FLY AN AIRPLANE BECAUSE YOU DON'T KNOW uh, HOW AN AIRPLANE WORKS EXACTLY. HOW DO YOU KNOW THAT THIS HAS BEEN INSPECTED? HOW DO YOU KNOW THAT THE PILOTS ARE UP THERE? MANY TIMES YOU DON'T EVEN SEE THE PILOTS. THEY HAVE THE DOOR CLOSED AND STUFF. HOW DO YOU KNOW ALL OF THESE THINGS? AND THEY SAID THAT'S FAITH. WELL, IT IS FAITH IN A SENSE, BUT IT'S A HUMAN FAITH. IT'S FAITH THAT IS BASED ON THINGS THAT YOU CAN SEE, TASTE, HEAR, SMELL, AND FEEL. GO BACK TO THIS EXAMPLE ABOUT A CHAIR. IF YOU SIT IN A CHAIR THAT YOU'VE NEVER SAT IN BEFORE, DO YOU SAY THAT'S FAITH? WELL, IT'S HUMAN FAITH BECAUSE YOU, BEFORE YOU SIT IN THAT CHAIR, YOU'LL LOOK AT IT. AND SAY, FOR INSTANCE, IF IT WAS A FOUR-LEGGED CHAIR, AND IF ONE OF THE LEGS WAS MISSING, AND THE THING WAS TEETERING, AND IT WAS OFF BALANCE, AND IT WAS, YOU KNOW, IT JUST DIDN'T LOOK LIKE IT WOULD HOLD YOU UP, YOU WOULDN'T SIT IN THAT CHAIR WITH HUMAN FAITH BECAUSE IT'S BASED ON WHAT YOU SEE, TASTE, HEAR, SMELL, AND FEEL ON YOUR FIVE SENSES. FOR YOU TO GO THROUGH AN INTERSECTION AND TRUST THAT THE OTHER PEOPLE ARE STOPPING, WELL, FIRST OF ALL, IT'S WISDOM IF YOU LOOK AND MAKE SURE THEY'RE STOPPING INSTEAD OF JUST BLIND FAITH, TRUSTING THAT THEY'RE GOING TO STOP BECAUSE THERE'S MANY TIMES THAT PEOPLE DON'T DO THAT. BUT YOU'VE GOT EXPERIENCE. YOU'VE DONE IT BEFORE. YOU'VE SEEN IT HAPPEN HUNDREDS, THOUSANDS OF TIMES. YOU'VE GOT EXPERIENCE BASED BEHIND THIS. IT'S NOT TOTAL FAITH. WHEN YOU FLY IN A PLANE, YOU KNOW THAT THERE'S GOVERNMENT REGULATIONS THAT CONTROL THE INSPECTION OF THOSE THINGS. YOU KNOW THAT THE AIRLINE HAS RULES FOR THEIR PILOTS. YOU KNOW THAT NOBODY WOULD GET IN A PLANE 
and uh, they wouldn't allow you to fly the lawsuits, the liability issues if the pilot was drunk or if he didn't know what he was doing. There's all kinds of physical things that you can trust in. But when it comes to salvation, like this verse says, by grace you're saved through faith and that not of yourselves. That salvation's not of yourself, but also the faith that it takes to believe for that salvation, it's not of yourself because you are believing in a God whom you never seen. There is no physical proof and evidence. Now, we've got the creation, of course, but I mean, it takes faith to believe. There's a lot of people that believe that all of this complexity that we live in just evolved and it just happened. But it takes faith to believe that, no, this is an indication that there was a creator. It takes faith for you to believe in someone that you have never seen. You are believing that you're hearing from God, that God is speaking to you, that God is drawing you, and yet you didn't hear it with your physical ears. You're believing that there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, and yet you've never seen heaven. You've never seen hell. And yet you're believing in these things. See, that is a God kind of faith. Let me use this verse out of Romans chapter 4, and this is talking about Abraham and how he believed God. And in Romans chapter 4 and in verse 16, it says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So this is the Apostle Paul teaching on faith, and he's saying that God called Abraham by the name Abraham. His original name was Abram, which meant exalted father or like a princely father, a, a fa father that was to be honored and respected. But God changed his name from Abram to Abraham, which meant a father of many nations. And so God changed his name and called Abraham a father of many nations before he had any children. And that's citing that example as, as how God operates. God calls things which be not as though they were. He called Abraham a father of many nations before he had any children. And so God's kind of faith speaks things into existence. It just doesn't look at what's already happened and base its faith on what has already happened, but it speaks things into existence. You know, if I had time, I could just go through the Bible and show you this hundreds and hundreds of times. In Genesis chapter 1, God said, Let there be light, and there was light. That was on the first day of creation. Did you know it was the fourth day of creation before He created the sun, the moon, and the stars? Go study it out, Genesis chapter 1. God created light before He created a source for that light to come from. That's not the way people do things. People would, first of all, create the sun. If they could, they'd create the sun, the moon, and the stars, and then they'd say, let there be light. But no, He created light, spoke light into existence, and then created the source for it to come from. I know some of you are struggling. How can this be? We don't understand that, but this is the way God is. God calls those things that be not as though they are. So for you to receive salvation, you had to believe in a God whom you've never seen. The scripture says that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. 
HAVE YOU EVER SEEN THE LAMB'S BOOK OF LIFE? DO YOU KNOW THAT YOUR NAME IS WRITTEN IN THERE? SEE, YOU ARE BELIEVING FOR THINGS THAT YOU CAN'T SEE, THAT YOU CAN'T PROVE IN SOME PHYSICAL WAY. THAT'S DIFFERENT THAN SITTING IN A CHAIR. THAT'S DIFFERENT THAN DRIVING THROUGH AN INTERSECTION. THAT'S DIFFERENT THAN FLYING ON A PLANE. THOSE ARE ALL BASED ON PHYSICAL THINGS THAT YOU CAN TRUST AND PROVE. IF YOU CAME INTO MY HOUSE, AND IF THERE WAS A CHAIR THERE, YOU WOULD SIT DOWN BECAUSE YOU KNOW ME AND YOU TRUST THAT I WOULDN'T HAVE A BUM CHAIR SITTING THERE. I WOULDN'T LEAVE A CHAIR OUT IF SOMEBODY COULD SIT IN IT AND FALL AND HURT THEMSELVES. SO YOU HAVE SOMETHING PHYSICAL, TANGIBLE, A PERSON THAT YOU HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH THAT YOU ARE TRUSTING. BUT WHEN IT COMES TO SALVATION, YOU'RE TRUSTING IN A PERSON THAT YOU'VE NEVER SEEN. YOU'VE NEVER SEEN JESUS. HOW DO YOU KNOW THAT JESUS DIED ON A CROSS? NOW, AGAIN, THERE'S MORE PHYSICAL EVIDENCE OF JESUS DYING ON THE CROSS AND BEING RESURRECTED THAN THERE IS OF JULIUS CAESAR REIGNING. THERE'S MORE HISTORICAL EVIDENCE. THERE'S MORE THINGS WRITTEN ABOUT HIM. BUT STILL, IT'S SOMETHING THAT YOU HAVE NEVER SEEN. YOU'VE NEVER PERSONALLY TOUCHED. YOU ARE TAKING THESE ACCOUNTS AS BEING TRUE. AND SO MY POINT IS THAT WHEN YOU GOT BORN AGAIN, YOU DIDN'T USE JUST A HUMAN, NATURAL FAITH THAT EVERY SINGLE PERSON HAS. YOU USED A GOD-GIVEN FAITH. GOD LITERALLY HAD TO GIVE YOU HIS FAITH, HIS SUPERNATURAL FAITH IN ORDER FOR YOU TO BE BORN AGAIN. AND THIS IS THE REASON THAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THAT WE ARE BORN AGAIN THROUGH THE INCORRUPTIBLE SEED, THE WORD OF GOD THAT LIVES AND ABIDES FOREVER. 1 PETER 1, 23. YOU ARE BORN AGAIN BY THE INCORRUPTIBLE SEED. AND THEN IN ROMANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 17, SO THEN FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. THE WORD OF GOD CONTAINS GOD'S FAITH. AND FOR YOU TO BE BORN AGAIN, YOU HAD TO HEAR THE TRUTH OF GOD'S WORD. IT MAY NOT HAVE BEEN USED IN KING JAMES ENGLISH. SOMEBODY MAY NOT HAVE QUOTED CHAPTER AND VERSE, BUT SOMEBODY HAD TO TELL YOU THAT JESUS WAS REAL, THAT JESUS WAS GOD, THAT HE WAS BORN OF A VIRGIN. HE CAME TO THIS EARTH. HE DIED AND BORE OUR SINS. HE WAS RESURRECTED. HE CONQUERED DEATH, AND NOW HE IS OFFERING SALVATION TO ANYONE WHO WILL RECEIVE WHAT HE HAS DONE FOR THEM. YOU HAD TO HAVE THOSE TRUTHS PRESENTED TO YOU THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD. AND WHEN YOU HEARD THOSE WORDS, DID YOU KNOW THAT FAITH, GOD'S SUPERNATURAL KIND OF FAITH CAME TO YOU? AND YOU MAY NOT HAVE SAT DOWN AND ANALYZED THIS. YOU MAY NOT HAVE EVEN RECOGNIZED IT WAS TAKING PLACE. BUT YOU WENT BEYOND JUST WHAT YOU COULD BELIEVE WITH A NATURAL HUMAN TYPE OF FAITH. YOU LITERALLY RECEIVED THAT TRUTH AND YOU PLACED FAITH, A SUPERNATURAL GOD KIND OF FAITH THAT WAS EMPOWERED BY THE HOLY SPIRIT. THE HOLY SPIRIT HAD TO HELP YOU TO BELIEVE IN THESE AWESOME TRUTHS, THE NEARLY TOO GOOD TO BE TRUE NEWS THAT JESUS LOVED YOU SO MUCH THAT HE DIED FOR YOU AND BORE YOUR SINS SO THAT YOU WOULD NEVER HAVE TO PAY FOR YOUR SINS. JESUS PAID FOR YOUR SINS. THIS IS JUST IMPOSSIBLE TO BELIEVE ON YOUR OWN. THIS IS WHY THAT, YOU KNOW, SO MANY PEOPLE, THEY'RE TRYING TO ARGUE PEOPLE INTO SALVATION. YOU CAN'T ARGUE PEOPLE INTO SALVATION. YOU CAN'T JUST TOTALLY CONVINCE THEM. THERE'S EXAMPLES IN THE BIBLE OF WHERE JESUS RAISED LAZARUS FROM THE DEAD AFTER HE HAD BEEN DEAD FOR FOUR DAYS. AND THEY REMOVED THE STONE. THEY CALLED HIM FORTH. HE CAME FORTH WRAPPED IN GRAVE CLOTHES. HE HAD ALREADY BEGUN TO DECAY. AND YET HE WAS RAISED FROM THE DEAD. THERE WERE HUNDREDS OF PEOPLE THAT SAW THIS, AND YET SOME OF THOSE PEOPLE IMMEDIATELY 
WENT AND CONSULTED WITH THE SCRIBES AND THE PHARISEES AND THE CHIEF PRIESTS HOW THEY COULD NOT ONLY KILL JESUS, BUT KILL LAZARUS. THEY SAW IT. THEY EXPERIENCED THIS GREAT MIRACLE, AND YET THEY DIDN'T BELIEVE IT. FAITH IS SOMETHING THAT HAS TO BE RECEIVED. IT COMES BY REVELATION. YOU CAN'T ARGUE A PERSON INTO FAITH. YOU KNOW, I JUST MENTIONED THAT AT THIS RECENT MEETING, WE SAW A LITTLE BABY RAISED FROM THE DEAD. WE'VE GOT VIDEOS OF IT. WE SHOWED IT HERE ON OUR TELEVISION PROGRAM LAST WEEK. AND I WAS THERE. I SAW IT. THERE WERE MANY PEOPLE THAT SAW IT, AND YET I CAN GUARANTEE I'VE HAD PEOPLE COME TO ME AND SAYS, DID A DOCTOR PRONOUNCE THIS BABY DEAD? HOW DO YOU KNOW IT WAS DEAD? AND THERE'S PEOPLE THAT JUST DOUBT. Uh, YOU CAN'T FORCE A PERSON TO BELIEVE. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THERE WAS PEOPLE THERE THAT SAW LAZARUS RAISED FROM THE DEAD. A DOCTOR DIDN'T PRONOUNCE LAZARUS DEAD. THERE WASN'T SOME DEATH CERTIFICATE. AND SO DO WE TEAR THAT OUT OF OUR BIBLE BECAUSE IT DOESN'T MEET THE STANDARD OF UNBELIEF THAT A LOT OF PEOPLE HAVE TODAY? YOU CAN'T ARGUE A PERSON INTO SALVATION. THE HOLY SPIRIT, IT'S NOT BLIND FAITH BECAUSE THE HOLY SPIRIT WILL BEAR WITNESS AND CONVICT YOU AND IN YOUR HEART YOU KNOW IT'S TRUE. YOUR HEART BEARS WITNESS AND STUFF. SO THERE IS EVIDENCE, BUT IT'S NOT PHYSICAL EVIDENCE. IT'S EVIDENCE THAT COMES BY REVELATION FROM A PERSON THAT HAS A PURE HEART WHO IS OPEN TO GOD. GOD WILL CONFIRM THINGS. THEY WILL JUST HAVE AN ASSURANCE, A KNOWING IN THEIR HEART. BUT YOU CAN'T ARGUE A PERSON INTO FAITH. IT COMES BY HEARING GOD'S WORD, AND THERE HAS TO BE A RECEPTIVENESS. YOU HAVE TO RECEIVE IT. YOU KNOW, THERE WAS WHEN THE uh, RICH MAN DIED, THE PARABLE THAT JESUS TAUGHT ABOUT THE RICH MAN AND LAZARUS, THE RICH MAN WENT INTO HELL, AND IN HELL HE RECOGNIZED HE HAD BLOWN IT, AND HE ASKED ABRAHAM TO SEND BACK uh, LAZARUS FROM THE DEAD, RAISE HIM FROM THE DEAD, AND SEND HIM BACK SO THAT HE COULD WITNESS TO HIS BROTHERS, LEST THEY COME INTO THAT TERRIBLE PLACE. AND ABRAHAM SAID, THEY HAVE MOSES AND THE PROPHETS. LET THEM HEAR THEM. AND HE SAID, OH, THEY WON'T BELIEVE THE WORD OF GOD. BUT IF SOMEBODY ROSE FROM THE DEAD, THEN THEY WOULD BELIEVE. AND ABRAHAM TOLD HIM, HE SAYS, NOPE, IF THEY DON'T BELIEVE WHAT THE WORD SAYS, THEY WILL NOT BELIEVE THOUGH ONE ROSE FROM THE DEAD. AND YOU CAN PROVE THAT AGAIN WITH LAZARUS. THERE WAS PEOPLE THAT SAW THAT AND INSTANTLY REBELLED AND SOUGHT TO KILL JESUS AND LAZARUS. YOU JUST... IT COMES BY REVELATION. A PERSON HAS TO EMBRACE IT. AND SO MY POINT IS, WHEN YOU GOT BORN AGAIN, YOU WEREN'T USING HUMAN FAITH. YOU WERE USING A GOD KIND OF FAITH, A GOD-GIVEN FAITH, A SUPERNATURAL FAITH. AND THAT'S THE FAITH THAT WAS GIVING YOU AT SALVATION. IT DOESN'T DISSIPATE AND GO AWAY AFTER YOU BELIEVE. YOU HAVE THAT RAISING FROM THE DEAD, SUPERNATURAL, GOD KIND OF FAITH ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. IT'S NOT IN YOUR BRAIN. IT'S NOT IN YOUR BODY. YOU MAY NOT FEEL IT, BUT IN YOUR SPIRIT, YOU HAVE THE SAME SUPERNATURAL FAITH THAT IT TOOK TO RAISE JESUS FROM THE DEAD. I'M GOING TO SPEND THE REST OF THE WEEK SHARING THIS WITH YOU, AND I TELL YOU, IF YOU CAN UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING, IT WILL CHANGE YOUR APPROACH TO BELIEVING GOD. YOU WILL BEGIN TO START DOING IT OUT OF THE ABILITY THAT HE GIVES INSTEAD OF JUST TRYING TO USE YOUR HUMAN FAITH. I WOULD HAVE TO SAY MY FAVORITE TEACHING uh, FROM ANDREW IS SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY. I COULD GO TO GOD ANYTIME I WANTED TO, AND I DIDN'T HAVE TO FEEL CONDEMNED BY HIM. IT'S REALLY BLOWING MY MIND WHEN I HEAR THE TEACHING THAT I AM RIGHTEOUS OF MYSELF GOD, AND I'M PERFECT. GOD REDEEMED ME ETERNALLY. IF I WAS TO GIVE ANY ONE BOOK TO ANYBODY THAT REALLY IMPACTED ME, IT WOULD BE THE SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY.
Andrew's complete teaching titled Spirit, Soul, and Body is available in a CD as seen on TV DVD or in a live DVD album as well as a book, audiobook, or study guide. Also available is the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This unique DVD illustrates the main points of the entire teaching in a few short minutes. This exciting tool makes it easy to introduce Andrew's foundational teaching to anyone, even a child. Andrew himself has been amazed at how quickly and clearly this teaching can be brought to life through animation. You can get these products in the Spirit, Soul, and Body package. This package includes the CD or DVD album, the book, audiobook, study guide, as well as the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This package has a catalog value of $110, but you can get it today for only $79. The Spirit, Soul, and Body book is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book free of charge. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship, and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us, and it couldn't happen without you very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing and you're going around the world too and everything that this Amen. ministry does. Amen. So we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you and every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're going to share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. I want to let all of our Gospel Truth TV viewers know that we now have a Gospel Truth TV Premium. And this is a subscription-based thing, but it gives you everything that you get on Gospel Truth TV free, plus you get all of the teaching there uh, on demand. You know, I've got a lot of my friends on here, some of the greatest ministers, I believe, in the body of Christ today, but you have to be watching it at the exact time that they're on. With this new gospeltruth.tv premium, you can get it on demand whenever you want. You can go get all of our conferences, all of the things that we've been doing, the Truth and Liberty broadcast, our live Bible study, all of these things will be available to you. I think it's a great feature. It's going to make it even better for you. So uh, this is just a blessing that we have come up with for your benefit. Check it out, gospeltruth.tv premium. 
This is the last night of our 2019 Healing is Here conference, and I tell you, it has been spectacular. We were having a panel discussion, and right in the middle, we had a woman just come down to the front carrying her little baby, probably was less than a year old. When they brought the baby up here, they said it quit breathing. Well, all of us were praying. We say you will breathe strong, healthy breasts. I saw that baby just laying there motionless, and then all of a sudden, its arms just popped up. Thank you, Father, for resurrection life. Yes. In this child, in Jesus' name. That baby may have died in front of us, but that's not the last report. No! <laughs> if you weren't a part of this, if you didn't see it by our live stream, well then go check it out. And next year, plan to be with us in 2020 for our Healing Is Here conference in August. You'll be blessed.